This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hey, everybody, and welcome to The Bachelorette Rehab Up. I'm Amy, here as always with the member of my cuddle community, Haley Strong. Haley, how are you doing tonight? Amy, I'm ready to throw some fish around. All right, let's get it going. <laughs> we are at the final seven, getting ready for hometowns. But before we get into that, a little bit of Bachelor Nation news. Any guesses as to who is pregnant? There's probably quite a few, but there's probably <laughs> so a many. Profile one. We're we're in a really like we're in a big bachelor baby phenomenon right now. I feel like mm-hmm. this that one will I just continue like forever. We've been you know probably expecting, but Ashley Iconetti is pregnant with her first child with Jared Ivan. Congrats to them. I, I know that's something that um, they really wanted. And Ashley has been open in talking about her fertility journey and, you know, um, being surprised that it didn't work right away and that it, mm-hmm. it took some effort. Um, I think it's really important when women talk about that because um, so many issues, like so many of the conversations um, when it comes to fertility, it happens behind closed doors. And so so many people face these issues and and so it's it's kind of nice to hear everyone talk about it more openly now than they ever did so congrats to them i'm happy for them mm-hmm. and i don't think we ever talked about that they moved back to rhode island or where oh he's i don't from. think i knew that yeah so you know the pandemic changed a lot of people's plans so i think it was like something that they wanted to do but weren't planning to do it for like maybe five years but then with the pandemic, it's like, oh, everything's virtual now. <laughs> you know, I don't guess we don't yeah. need to be in L.A. So, well, and like uh, it, Ben always did his side of the podcast from Colorado and it looked like he, he was calling in from a landline. So I'm sure <laughs> they could figure it was some technological so thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Good for them. New, New Rhode Island's a great state. Yeah. All right. So this episode it's an interesting one. Um, had, I don't know. I was some a shocking exit for me. What? How about you? I was okay. First off, I'm gonna say this was my favorite episode of the season. Oh, really? Okay. It moved really quickly. Mm-hmm. I thought the dates were good. Well, fine enough. I thought <laughs> the chemistry was fun. I thought the ending was really surprising, but. Mm-hmm. It was it was probably one of the most crushing exits for me in a yeah. very long time. Yeah, I was not expecting it. And it's not just because he was on your last remaining <laughs> draft team member. Devastating. <laughs> so um, we'll get to that. But um, yeah, it looked like the guys had fresh haircuts as well. So finally, when they're down to seven, I think somebody could, you know, take the time to freshen them up a little bit. And we see... Katie talking with Tasha and Caitlin and saying she didn't have her final four totally set. Did that surprise Which is a surprise because I had her final four totally set, but then (laughs) she like blew it up in my face. So what do I know? Right. She didn't follow what we were thinking. 
Um, so they're at the point where the guys are talking like, well, there's only two guys that haven't had a one-on-one and there's two one-on-one dates this week. So pretty clear. It's going to go right how we expect. Brendan and Mike should get those, right? Yeah, I mean, you would think and hope. Yeah. Um, But no, Greg got it. And I I wish I could say I was more like heartbroken for one of the other guys. But to be fair, like, I didn't care about the other guys. We don't know them. Mm -hmm. And there's a reason we don't know know them. We we don't know Brendan at all. We know Michael, Mike a little bit because he's a virgin. So we know that about him. Yeah. And it's But I was happy that Greg got it because like they obviously very much like each other. And I wanted to see their relationship move forward. Yeah, I was kind of hoping to hear a little more of the reasoning. I'm sure um, Caitlin and Tasha said something to Katie. We just didn't hear what they sort of advised. It was sort of like, yeah, you can do whatever you want. But yeah, at this point, if you know you feel strongly with someone and you want to propel it a little further and get some questions answered and make sure that they they want to meet your family and you want to meet their family. Um, Whereas these other guys you can't catch up with and so it essentially becomes like one guy not getting a one-on-one and the other guy just sort of getting like an extended breakup, like a nicer mm-hmm. breakup on a date, you know? And I think that happens a lot. You just can't expect to get a one-on-one at this stage. That's going to go well for you if you haven't had one already. Yeah, I would have to agree there. Um, yeah. I like your point of them kind of wanting to to strengthen in that relationship and really s- make sure like hey this is something we want to do especially because their first date happened so long ago mm-hmm. i'm kind of fine with her doing a repeat here it wasn't like an re season when lauren b got like <laughs> one-on-one back to back that was totally insane and we didn't know lauren b at all at that point so mm-hmm. um this was an interesting date that he got and he sort of mentioned it you mean shit right yeah like oh you get like the hometown dates both times so he got to go fishing which he wasn't really into before um and then this was like let's go back to Tasha's season when they had the men do like the hometowns around the resort only katie was doing it for seattle Mm -hmm. yeah so she had katie's place market um throwing around I think they were fake fish. I'm pretty sure. Okay. At one point, it did look very real, and I was like, bleh, bleh. "Yeah." But, um, but and I think Greg was also like, "Oh my god, this is real!" Right. Um, chewing gum, putting it on the like the gum wall. I mean, what poor intern had to do that? <laughs> How many sticks of gum did they have to go through to just create this gum wall? Um, and then. I don't know. There were flowers there. What else was in Seattle until the football field? Oh yeah, it was like a, just a new layer of sod. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. The one thing though, I did see out of Greg is like a smile on this date. He was laughing, and it wasn't just really somber. So I think it's good that they got we got to see that from him because he was even just like looked so upset just to get this date because other guys were you know obviously feeling for the other guys yeah i like their chemistry this date they were obviously having a lot of fun they were really making something out of nothing here that's for darn sure yeah um we get to the dinner it's a lot of more just kind of reiterating like do you want me to like are you excited about this and he like was excited for her to meet his family he doesn't bring 
people home to meet mom all that often, um, but it was something he wanted. So kind of talking around the falling in love with each other. They weren't saying that, but just sort of the excited for the next step. And then this is something we saw in the previews. And I did kind of like think this was cool. Like this was kind of like that movie moment. Like they brought in the rain machine and yeah. that was after dinner. Instead of fireworks, you have to go make out in the rain. What did you think? I thought it was like dumb, but cute. Yeah. Like Greg was so excited about it. Yeah. Well, he wants to be an actor, right? So it's like, oh, this is like legit special effects. Yeah. Um, Probably something that looks better than it is to experience. <laughs> I don't know if I would really like want to be in like the downpour, especially if it's pretty I, cold. I have to agree. Yeah. So the guys are anxiously waiting for this group date card because it's down to, you know, Mike or Brendan, at least one of them hoping to get the one-on-one. Um, and it's basically everybody except Mike. So Mike knows that he gets the one-on-one. This is where Brendan is like, okay, what's the point? <laughs> Which is, I think is great on his part. Yeah. I, I think it's really fantastic that he just went to her room and was like, Hey, really? And she's like, you're right. I'll see you later. Yeah. <laughs> because he was even saying something like, you know, we didn't get to talk at this last cocktail party. We didn't talk at the, we didn't get time at the last group date. So it's like, really, why is he there if they haven't yeah. talked for three weeks? <laughs> so, um, we, I did see like, I confirmation. I voice before. Right. I did see confirmation. Like you mentioned, he is a friend of Blake's. They were on the same hockey team, apparently. So, was she just keeping around as a favor to Blake, who is in her top four? And it's like, hey, your buddy's still here because we did see Brendan go say bye to Blake and that's it. Yeah. And they did like the love you, brother. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe it's just like, okay, have someone here that gets along with you. And that yeah. seems absurd, though. Right. <laughs> Strange. Um, yeah. He missed out on the art date. She, he gets sent home. But. Yeah, smart. And then I think they like having just guys show up at the room so that they can create that super tease where we see different people knocking on the door. So, yeah. And um, you could tell she had like just gotten home from her date with Greg, too, because her hair was all wet. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So um, he says goodbye. And yeah, we never knew you. So it's all right. We get more time to see all the different art that they're doing on this group date. Um, Were you surprised that the artist was actually there when they walk into this courtyard and they're looking at this, what did Blake call it? Flowery flowery with a twist. (laughs) No, I wasn't really that surprised. I was just surprised that Blake didn't, it didn't clue into him that that was the artist. Like, I feel like it's, it was obvious to me. And he was like, this art shit. And he was was like, Oh, I, it's mine. And he's like, (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. Was this date like my favorite of all time? Like, no, but I think she had four, like four. Yeah. Four, it was four, four like really fun guys on it. Mm-hmm. Who, like had a ball. Uh, they mm-hmm. didn't take it too seriously, but they didn't like, weren't like, this is so stupid. Like, why am I here? Um, and I just kind of like vibe with who she has left, honestly. Yeah. It really was different than a typical final group date, like right before hometowns where it's like, they're all trying to vie for time or throw somebody under the bus, you know, no, they, they were just, were just like, like all having all like cool. a fun time and they were just trying to make Katie laugh. And 
I just, I thought it was so much fun. Andrew was the absolute star here. Mm -hmm. Like I just, Amy, I'm I'm devastated. We'll get there, but I'm devastated. He's just like so sweet and so charming and fun and great to be around. And he was so fun on this date. And I think everyone else had a nice time too. And it's just, I'm broken. Yeah. And sorry, Justin, but I think uh, Andrew had the best painting. With the sushi, it was like yeah. kind of like abstract-ish, but and really I, clever. Yeah, like I thought Justin's like rose was good, but I've seen his <laughs> rose before, and that's not yeah. a euphemism. I have, <laughs> um, but the rest of it was like a cartoon strip. Yeah, <laughs> like Tom Blake was like, okay, the rose looked pretty good, but everything else was like I he painted with his left hand. So is Justin like a poser? Is he an artist fraud where he just like does paint by number or something and? No, I just, just think knows he, a like, few things. I think he was just trying to get too much in here. Mm-hmm. When really he should have just like, I don't know, painted something cute. Stuck with what he knows. Because he does try to redeem himself later on, like bringing like a completed painting with butterflies and roses afterwards. So, um, and then Michael did like we had two sort of like um, black box pieces of art. Um, mm-hmm. so Michael kind of pulled a Blake, except it was more like Katie's ass, I guess, that he did and yeah. made it really muscular or something. Didn't expect that out of Michael. No, I didn't either. But again, he's like a, he's a fun dude. And right. These are four fun dudes. What was on Blake's painting? Because it always thought it was like, it was, they couldn't even show a sliver of it. It was just a black box. If I had to guess, mm-hmm. it would be P entered B. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so he's not an artist. At first I thought, he, like, I literally just thought he painted his thing, like, the canvas black. and was. Well, kinda, when like, he was doing it, he he started. Mm-hmm. But then it just turned out something else. Right. So he can't help himself. So. Um, and then we get time with each of these guys after, during, like, the second portion of the date. Um. Andrew did a mini date where he recreated that date with all the lights and then where he so pulled on a cute. card. I know. This is so sweet. Where he tells her he's falling for her. Justin, as mentioned, gave her the painting. I'm not really sorry. Feeling... It was a little bit of a boring painting. Yeah, I'm not really feeling the two of them. I know they just had that. They just had their two um, one-on-one date. But as we talked about last week, there wasn't a ton of chemistry there that we could see. And I'm, I wasn't really feeling it this time either. So I thought for sure that he was the one going home. Um, in, in, in no scenario in my dumb little brain, <laughs> did I think Justin was staying? Right. Yeah. Like I didn't even consider it because I was so set on like our top four is Greg, Andrew, Michael, and Blake. Like that has right. been since Blake came into the picture, that has very much been who I, I was expecting. Right. Um, and then we get Michael. She's talking about um, how she's thinking of James at every step of the way. And this is where we get that line nobody can love you like I can um, from him. And they make out, and he's like reassured that um, she's I ready do, for this. I, I do feel like he's telling the truth in that. Like, I don't think anyone has the capacity to love Katie in like the way that he will. Yeah. And maybe I'm being like naive or whatever, but I just feel like his 
his life experience. Yeah. He's had such high highs and such low lows that he's just, and he's older and he just has like this depth to him where like, you know, one of the fun things about Andrew is like how like young and like spirited he feels where, um, and like him and Katie were having the conversation. It's like, well, if we're together, where are, where are we? Like, where in the world are we? What are we doing? Where with Michael, it feels very much like this is what our life is going to be like. I can see that clear picture. Right. Like if I'm putting myself in Katie's shoes, like, I feel like I would be really, it's hard. Like there's such on different... to moving to Austria because me yeah, too. totally. Like I'd be like, yeah, I want this side of things where, cause when she said like well, that, if that means we're living in two places, you know, half the year, like one place, half the year, another, I'm like, yeah, that sounds exciting. Like instead <laughs> of being like, like my dream. yeah, <laughs> instead of like, okay, I know I'm going to be like picking up, I want to help and pick out the juice box. But like she said, like that part of that is a dream for her too. So yeah. it's like these different realities that she has to think about as well. One of the things Ethan had said to me, and I thought this was like incredibly insightful for a guy who like doesn't know what's going on 90% Uh of the time. Um, He said like, you can tell that Katie has very much thought out what her future is going to look like with each of these guys. Cause you know what she was seeing with Andrew, it wasn't just like, Oh, well I guess we could live anywhere. No, she was like very much like, if you want to be in football still and like, this is a part of it, like I'm happy to do this and, or like, let's figure it out. Or with Michael, like you said, like the juice boxes or, Mm -hmm. you know, every person she was talking to, she had like an idea of what their life would be like together. Yeah, that's true. Except we can't picture what Justin's is because we have no idea about him still. Um, But yeah, that's a really good point because I remember on Becca Kufrin's season when like she eliminated Jason at the final three like before fantasy suites, I think, because he started talking about his life in Seattle. And she was like, oh, my God, I can't see myself there, which is ironic now because it's like he gave up that job and like moved to, you know, where Caitlin is. So but just like you'd think you'd think about it a little more like it's not just like who you're really attracted to, but what life are you thinking or, yeah. you know, are they yeah. willing to like come where you are? So, yeah, that's a really good point. And then. This is also where we get what has been teased, Blake saying he's not in love and like how much of like a, you know, just sort of like a bait. Like a non-issue. Because he's like, I can't say like I'm not in love right now, but it's effing inevitable. So (laughs) they leave that out of the preview. We're just like, oh, he said he's not in love. And is this going to be some big like twist here at the final three or whatever? (laughs) Just this like throwaway comment where he's just being upfront and honest. So they're all waiting for the group date rose and Andrew really thinks he's going to get it, but it goes to Michael. So Michael and um, Greg are assured for hometowns. And then that means there's only two spots left and Michael's Mike, not Michael, Mike, (laughs) I think it's Mike P still has his one-on-one so they go to the one-on-one and it is a cuddle session with cuddle queen jean in the i woods. mean like they obviously did this because he's a virgin and i think that's just honestly pretty darn rude like i mm. think we can just let li- leave him alone just mm-hmm. leave him alone if we're be- like i said at the beginning of the season if we're being sex positive if we're congratulating katie for openly talking about sex well then i think it's necessary to talk about virgins in a way that's not like demeaning Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
Or like make them like do a supercut of them just talking about their mom while cuddling this <laughs> girl. Like right. I just feel like I, I feel like they're trying to make this stereotype into was, something it's Yeah, he was obviously like asked to like ramble on about his mom, you know, yeah. like cutting it with like oh yeah, she's really nurturing and yeah, that was awkward. Um, is this a new like has it how long has this been around where because I feel like this is some type of this date is close to the end with multiple people and a lot of times it's in multiple seasons like kind of the like kiss of death like this is like the date you give someone that you're going to say bye to um yeah blake got this date on tasha season right before hometowns and i think he was let go before you know the dinner portion as well sort of like okay not feeling it you know and hard to catch up because it's right at the stage and then with matt and serena she's the one that wanted to leave but still had this kind of type of date towards the end so yeah it doesn't typically go that well if it's at this late stage in the game and you have a lot of catch-up to do and then they have to wear like cult like (laughs) this like horrible outfit you know like you had to change into some comfortable like look like a cult leader (laughs) he made me laugh when he said that yeah (laughs) It's true. She was in this adorable little sweatsuit, and he was just like in this like cult leader outfit. Yeah. <laughs> um. So at, before the dinner portion, she her move of like coming and arriving crying. at the scene crying <laughs> has to say bye to him. He of course is very sweet about it, and um, they show the scene of the bag being taken away. I think the guys are. Mm-hmm. A little bit more like expecting this this exit. Um, rose ceremony. Um, as mentioned, Greg and Michael have the roses, so she calls Blake, then calls Justin. So this is where we all get I, devastated. I, Amy, the noise I made because <laughs> Ethan was also like, "Don't worry, like Andrew mm-hmm. stays. We haven't seen her jump into his arms yet." Right. I was like, "Oh, you are so right. Like they're so stupid. They spoiled that." And then she's like, <laughs> "Justin," I'm like, "What?" Like, no. Right. I, was, I think Ethan and I both screamed. Like, yeah. oh, I was Debbie. Yeah. Yeah, it really didn't make sense. Um, I was I was heartbroken, and now I'm thinking about it. It makes sense because she likes him so much, mm. but doesn't see that future with him. So she's like, yeah. "I gotta let him go before it gets like even harder to do this." Where like I feel like Justin is gonna be easier <laughs> for her to let go. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that happens with a lot of them. Where it's like, okay, I'm gonna let this person go before because I care too much. <laughs> Like, I don't yeah. want them to be devastated. Yeah, because he was devastated. Um, and then, like, they have their time sitting outside. And, and then we see her talking to a producer and saying that she, you know, didn't feel 100% about it. And it's really hitting her. She it was, like, the first decision that she, you know, wasn't really, like, sure it was the right thing. Yeah. Uh, and I... I as much as like we can go on for years like we have about you know like yes it is exploitative of like making these people cry and etc but like something about this season and like has made me really like believe in how katie's feeling like i just don't think she's bullshitting us for the cameras Mm -hmm. 
like nothing has felt insincere about what she's doing or what she's thinking or feeling. And I thought this was one of those moments that was just like really raw and honest. Um, and I think her conversation with Andrew a little later was also very much along that line where it felt very like it, it felt like a real life conversation. Yeah, I was gonna say it felt like a real relationship where they needed that closure and that he like they had that respect for each other that he said that he wanted to um, come back and leave with a smile, like not leave where he's feeling so sad. And that like, was so sweet because like, okay, so to set it up, mm-hmm. Andrew goes and knocks on her door and you know, she's, she's like thrilled to see him cause she's feeling like so uneasy about it. Mm-hmm. And like you said, he said, Oh, like I, we, we didn't, our relationship wasn't crying. It was, we were happy and smiling. So I wanted to like leave. I wanted to leave this experience like that because you're so special. And as he's walking out, she, he gives her a note that says like, um, I'll be waiting for you or whatever. Did you think it was yeah, like, it was like the immediate waiting or a future waiting? That was weird. Cause it looked like a date card that they get, yeah. you know? So it was like, if you change your mind, I'll be waiting or something. And so, and she opens it right away, but he had said like something to read later. So I thought it was gonna be this long letter. And then she immediately like bursts into tears and like runs after him. So we get that scene. And then I was a little confused because I was like, okay. So he said that as if like, he's still in this, like he's not like giving up on it. But, and then um, she's kind of like saying, like, I had to hug you one more time, but then she kind of says, like, she gets caught up and is like, if you could stay a little bit longer, would you want to? And he pretty much right away, he says, well, this already happened. It's hard. Basically says no. Do you blame him, though? I don't, but it's like, did she call his bluff, kind of? Like, was Maybe. It? I don't yeah. Know. And like, so, yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of two minds about that because it is like, are you calling his bluff? And it's and or did he mean like once this is all said and done, if whatever you're doing doesn't work out, mm-hmm. yeah, call me. That's a different scenario. Yeah, that's true. Like if it because in that moment right then she's not choosing him. He kind of said like, oh, she raced after me down the stairs and I really wanted to say yes. But like, I don't want to like. It, let go again yeah and scenario. i think that's completely fair because it's just like that just happened last night like you didn't choose me last night and are you just getting swept up in this and like mm-hmm. if she had a clear head about it maybe like sure but she didn't have a clear head about the moment yeah. oh my god and i just uh, i wanted uh, to come back though like i wanted like the sort of like oh we haven't seen that where they have five hometowns or you know like yeah, where it's I guess, like but Katie I like, calls the shots and this happens. I guess I just liked him be, you know what I thought before the rose cer- during the rose ceremony she was going to keep both guys mm. um, but yeah like what was I going to say I don't know like I'm I, I think he was right about like hey yeah. I need some time to cool because like you didn't choose me Mm-hmm. Well, like, I want you to know that, like, I still like you. I don't know. Yeah. And I think she kind of gave it away, too, with, like, her wording. She didn't say, like, I regret, I regret it. Like, I really want you to come back. Like, 
I made the wrong decision. She was just like, if you could stay a little bit longer, would you want to? It's basically yeah. saying like, want to stay one more week? You know, yeah. like see this out. And then they like, when they said goodbye, she's like, one more kiss. And he's like, absolutely. And they had that movie star kiss. Like what? I love this. <laughs> I love this move. This I thought unfinished business. fantastic. Yeah. Like we never see that. It's usually like no. such, you know, bitter Betty's heading out or just really tense or like, you know, they have that hug and it's just really strange. But this was like, yeah, we're like, we have that spark and we're just going to go out with it. <laughs> we still I are like, it. are in the clear. I loved it. I so. love, I really, I thought that was a fun moment. Um, and I'm, I'm really sad that Andrew is gone. Me too. Two questions for you, Amy. Mm-hmm. Is he on Paradise? I haven't seen anything announced. Um, he seems like he would be great fit for down there like great okay, personality but, but i don't is really your next bachelor i know that's the thing i would much rather see him than justin's probably getting eliminated next and i've just seen so much swirl though around um michael that everyone wants him for the bachelor oh, if he's not chosen i don't think that's a good idea i don't either but I really haven't like it's funny because as much as we had those conversations early on of like Thomas being like, well, I could be the bachelor. I haven't really thought for a second, like who I would want to be the mm. bachelor from this cast, because so many of them have seemed so, so very much here for Katie and right. like having real chemistry with Katie that it hasn't really occurred to me to that the next bachelor is probably coming from this group of guys. Right. Yeah. So like, I think, Justin looks the part for sure, but again, we have nothing to go off of. So I don't know that we know enough about him to like have built this momentum around him if he's not chosen. Um, I could see Greg if he's not selected. Blake, I couldn't really see. <laughs> um, like we've seen enough of him kind of like he's been in these two seasons back to back. Um, Michael, like it would just feel like they're trying to do the Jason Mesnick again. Yeah. Like where everyone was like just clamoring, like they love the single dad thing, and it has been so long since they've done it, so it would be like oh, all over again. Um, and maybe but, we get like an older crop of women, which would be nice, right? Yeah, it would be something different. Um, but I don't know; it's just rough with everything he's been through. You know, it's a little different than Jason's situation. Mm-hmm. So Andrew would be, yeah, totally my vote. I'm like. Sorry, I'm I have stars in my eyes. I think I'm in love with him. <laughs> Sorry, Ethan. <laughs> yeah. Ethan agreed with me. He's yeah. like, yeah, this is the dude. He's so like you just feel like you'd brighten your day no matter what's going on. Yeah, he's like charming but not like suave. He's just like fun. I think he has a good head on his shoulders. He's serious when he needs to be, but he's fun most of the time. Mm-hmm. Like he's just a guy you want in your corner. And you know, the last few episodes, he hasn't been doing his British accent. So I think that's, think that's better. That's true. Yeah, yeah. that's that's a great point. <laughs> that sealed the deal. We're like, okay, now like we can totally be all in on him. <laughs> yeah, um, I hope so. I hope that would be really great. Um, and then, yeah, that's kind of how we end it. Um, anything in the tease for next week? Um, or did you get to see... Um, what did you think of Greg's joke telling skills at the end of the episode? <laughs> uh, what, that was a long journey yeah. to get to that punchline. That was really strange. I feel like that could have been three lines. 
Um, so I loved this episode. It had everything I wanted. Yeah. But it was like different than a usual Bachelor episode, I felt like. I've been really enjoying this season. Um, Is next week Hometowns and the Mental All? I think so. Kind of like they did. I think they did that last time, too. Yeah. That's kind of nice. It breaks it up. Yeah. As long as it's like two hours still. Yeah. So then would we only get half of Hometowns? I don't know. Hometowns must not. That's true. I think they might do that, too. Hometowns might not be that dramatic because I don't feel like we didn't see anything with like. No, I don't remember seeing any of their families. Honestly, no. I saw. I think I saw Justin's brother say like, "Oh, you still have time to say I love you" or something. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. So, yeah, so it's a, a quick one. We have some questions and draft results. Um, let's do. Let's do questions first. All right. All so, right. Why wow, you you're sa- you saving the best for last? Right. <laughs> Um, Jason Reed at JR1085 says, finally caught up on my first season of The Bachelorette. Enjoyed the snitching they were doing on each other and themselves early on. Why did Katie get rid of the only drama? Why did Katie get rid of the drama in Hunter and Aaron only to dump the two zeros an episode later? And not Andrew. Um, Jason, you have the correct opinions on Andrew. Thank you. Um, I think that she she dumped the drama because it was like she didn't like them enough to keep the drama mm-hmm. where the other two guys were like chill and she liked being around them and you know they were good bros and it's just it's just easy it's just easier sometimes yeah and I'm still not getting a real sense of like what we heard is that she was difficult and it wrapped early so i think what we figured out is that because she she was difficult because she got rid of the drama (laughs) like the producers don't like that they want to keep those people on longer but i think katie was just like why you know like let me have more time it led to moments that like we haven't really seen before Mm -hmm. yeah and these the nice group of guys at the end yeah um and then this is from george Hi, ladies. Thanks for putting up with my questions each week. Since the track record of who the lead ends up with isn't that great, I've always thought a great exit move for someone in the final three or four would be to do what Andrew did tonight. Let the lead know you have strong feelings for them, are still interested, and would enjoy reconnecting if things don't work out. Do we know of any leads, if any leads ended up dating one of their former men or women, not counting the leads that switched their final choice, um, and it was part of the show? I feel like there was a guy at the beginning, one of the earlier seasons, and I can't remember who, who kept like switching back and forth between his final two. Mm. Like after the show, like he'd date one for a while and then they break up and he'd go to one for a while and then they go back to the other one. That's probably true. I just don't know who it is either. Might have been. Was it? No, I don't know. I don't know. Someone will tell us because I feel like that is true. Mm hmm. Famous last words. Right. Yeah, I'm trying to think Deanna or Emily, like the ones that kind of broke up really soon after. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Not that I know of for sure. Um, not a question, but an observation. Katie was very torn off, 
torn up over letting guys go tonight. I'm guessing it's the same feeling as at the end of summer camp, family reunions, or a school year. She's made friendships with guys and is feeling the emotions of knowing she won't see them much, if at all, after this. Yeah, I think that's the case. And also, like, like she said, she asked for a great guy and she got a whole group of them. I think, I think in so many instances, casting makes the season and i think that's why i've been enjoying the season so much is because there's like genuinely good dudes here mm-hmm. yeah i think it's just like we heard her say a few times like i'm so glad we met you know it's just kind of like okay i'm glad you're in my life but yeah it's gonna be different from here on out mm-hmm. and then which group is the next bachelor most likely to come from guys katie has let go already one of katie's final four one of michelle oh, i didn't even think about one of michelle's guys or anyone else. Now I'm thinking it's probably going to be one of Michelle's guys, right? Because they'll be more recent. I bet, but here's the thing. Mm-hmm. They're going to be airing Michelle's season in the fall. Mm-hmm. When, like, uh, basically when they start airing Michelle's season is probably when they're going to start filming The Bachelor. True. Um, oh, yeah. So, so I, can't really I, be. No, and I think they don't really want to get themselves in another thing where... Like at the beginning of Matt's season, we were all so in on Katie. And by the end of that, we weren't as in on Katie. And um, the yeah. tide had kind of shifted, so. but they had already like the ink had kind of dried on that contract. Yeah. Um, so I think they would probably. I think they'd probably try and get somebody from Katie's season. Mm-hmm. And nobody in the final four is really giving me needs to be bachelor vibes right yeah. like i feel like greg gives me peter from rachel season vibes where he's kind of just like in it for the person not really in it for yeah i just don't feel like he farewells the bachelor like it just doesn't seem like his temperament no he's more like he's a side character with all the reactions <laughs> yeah <laughs> um let's see yeah so Maybe Andrew. <laughs> I think that'd be great, personally. I guess the other option would be someone that is a star in Paradise that comes out of Paradise is like <laughs> the next Nick style. I mean, I guess, but I felt like Nick was different. Yeah. And then finally, how excited are you to see Queen Victoria? I mean, Goddess Victoria will be in Paradise. I thought you were excited. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm like angry yeah. I have to talk about her. I said in one of our other podcasts that I would not spend any time talking I about know. her. And now we have I to. probably will because because I have to. It's my job. <laughs> but I'm going to be mad about it. Mm-hmm. Unless she shows growth, then great. But right. Something tells me she hasn't. But it's too early to judge. Although yes. I do love judging. <laughs> Sarah Nora coming in with my same conspiracy theory. Did Brendan get to stay last week because he's friends with Blake and Blake asked Katie to keep him my conspiracy theory? I don't know if you asked her. That would be a little far. Like, how did you both come up with this? Because it never for one fleeting second even like crossed my mind span. Well, it was just so strange because we've seen nothing of him. (laughs) So it's like, what is behind this? The only thing we know about him is from the outside that he's friends with Blake. So yeah, I guess but I was just like, oh, like she just enjoys his company. Mm-hmm. They did like he did say like when we're together, we I feel like we can take on the world. Like they must have had something, you know. Like yeah, um, he seemed to have like a 
they seemed to like vibe with her when they were sitting there, but we just were never shown anything else. Um, and then she also asked, when did you know Mike P was going home? Was it the now cursed the moment he walked in the door? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Sarah is just like coming along with my same thoughts. <laughs> was it the now cursed physical intimacy date that took out Serena and Blake? I swear I didn't see these questions before. Um, was it when he started comparing Katie to his mom? Or when we saw the murder of crows <laughs> right before Katie came back crying? I think I knew he was going home just like, just based on who was left, you know, yeah. like yeah. sort of like this is the easy one. But yeah, those are all not good signs. Uh, now that we are in the hometown slash finale crunch time, who do you think from Katie's season has the chance to come back and be the bachelor, ignoring Michelle's future amazing men? Okay, so are we settled on Andrew or is that just our like wishful thinking talking? Um, can it be both? Right. I'm just in my my love glasses. It's hard for me to see anyone else but Andrew here. Mm-hmm. Why don't we have a season in Vienna? That would be great. Oh, <laughs> don't tempt me, Amy. <laughs> I know. No, I would die for that. Well, maybe they could finally film at the Canadian resort that they wanted to. <sighs> Options, scenarios. Well, the going to open at the end of the summer. So. I know. I know. Right after tourism season, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's case. Yes. Um, I'm honestly enjoying the season a lot more than I thought. I'm also watching with friends IRL, which I think helps with it too. But thanks for always being there and covering the season. You are welcome. Thanks for your question, Sarah. Um, Justin Feinberg, I spent today purchasing furniture, watching last week's episode of The Bachelor, listening to your podcast last week with Mari, and watching this episode of The Bachelor on a scale of negative five to five. Please rank my life choices for the day. Um, I'll give you a four. Mm-hmm. No, you know what? I'm giving you a full five. I like this episode of The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. Okay, last, last week's, week's I liked last week's too, didn't I? I don't know. Oh, you know what? I didn't love it as much because I didn't feel like they utilized the drag queen super well. Okay, I'll give yeah. you a four. I'll give you a four. <laughs> because right. I thought the podcast last week with Mari was fantastic. Mm-hmm. So that like should bump you up a couple extra points, honestly. Yeah, for sure. Uh, he also asks, is there a less attractive date activity than playing catch with giant fish? Has the bachelor bachelorette finally reached rock bottom for unattractive date ideas? I think possibly this is <laughs> the worst one. Mind that with the gum, you know? Yeah. And then this is, hi, Amy and Haley, longtime listener. Pretty sure I've been listening your entire tenure, question mark, and part-time DM sliding. Hi, Haley. That's awesome. Love the longtime listeners. Since Katie is so sex positive and this entire season has been seemingly on her own terms, do you think she'll be the one to propose instead of having the guys do it? I've always resented that the women don't propose in The Bachelorette, so I'm hoping Katie is the first one to break that gender norm. Anyway, love y'all. Thank for this con thank you for this content. It makes me smile every week. Cheers, Rachel. Oh, that's so sweet. And that is a really good question. I love that idea because I feel like so often on the bachelor like you do have have the guy picking the woman and like proposing Mm -hmm. because they know that's in their heart like in their heart of what they feel Mm -hmm. where i feel like if you are the guy proposing on a bachelorette season she like just told you that you're the one and i feel like that's whiplash (laughs) and i would love to see the woman be like hey i would like would you marry me because i want to get married to you like i would love that i think yeah 
would love to see it. Um, do you think it's going to happen? No, I don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to bullshit that is the bachelorette. Yeah. Like, but we're working on it. Like, we are working on it. And I think that could be an interesting step. Yeah, definitely. All right. As I pull up the draft results, can you let people know where to email us their questions? Because that's a surefire way to make sure your question gets asked. Uh, you can send us an email at bachelorhapup at gmail.com. All right. So um, let's see here. We have from George. Um, Amy leads with 99 and has Michael and Justin left. Okay. Feeling okay about that. Um, Haley has 82 but lost all her team this week. I'm mad. Yeah. <laughs> Brian is closing the gap. 76 points, but only has Greg left. I'm double bad. He's he's going to surpass me by next week. Like easy piece <laughs> yeah. of pumpkin squeeze. Just in case points. Yeah. He's just making it dramatic. Um and listeners have 22 points and Blake. So there you go. Um and then yeah, Brian tweeted, let's go, Greg. <laughs> so that's where we're at. I'm mad. I'm mad. What can mm-hmm. I say? Yeah. So, but you know who can brighten my day? Who? Doug. Oh yeah, I knew there was something. Uh, it was Doug's birthday last week. Happy birthday to Doug. Oh, nice. Happy birthday. Um. So Doug said, "What type of degree does one need to be a professional cuddle queen?" Also, how did <laughs> Cuddle Queen Jean get? into this business if i showed up and called myself cuddlebug doug i would 1000 percent be arrested <laughs> All right, new business idea. cuddlebug doug i love it it could it could definitely at least be a stuffed animal oh yeah yeah some, some merchandising yeah um did andrew realize that he will definitely make more as an influencer than he ever will playing american football in austria also, do you think he will now try to appear on the Austrian version of The Bachelor? Ooh. I don't know how great his German is. Yeah. I don't know. If he's relying on the English accent, I don't think his German is up to snuff. Right. But maybe that would be okay. You know, they're probably bilingual and hmm. Let me see what he's if he's been um influencing anything lately. Andrew Spencer. Doesn't look like it too much. It's coming. It's coming soon. Yeah, I think they might have to wait till the season's over. Yeah, um, that's true. Imagine for the, a moment that you are the Bachelorette. Would you rather have an unflattering sculpture of your ass displayed on national t- TV or be on a date with someone who said your cuddling skills were comparable to his mom? Hmm. I gotta say, a sculpture of my butt. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's I mean, right. it's not like they've actually seen it. Right. I don't know. Uh, if I put my tinfoil hat on, it seems like Blake may have just showed up to be on Paradise. Either that or he wanted to showcase his pornographic painting skills. What do you think about that? He doesn't seem like a Paradise dude to me. Um, like, it seems like he would definitely be cast on there. You know, yeah. like that's, I think, where we thought he was headed after Tasha's season for sure. Um, but he seems like he's really there for her. I don't know. Maybe I'm just buying into it too much, but I'm also buying into it. Yeah. 
You must compete in one activity on a date. Fish toss with property damage, gross public bubble gum kiss, or a trip to the vagina painting gallery. Which do you choose? The gallery? Yeah, the gallery. That's the only choice. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I, I like an art museum. What can I say? Yeah. That's all from Doug this week. It's all from us this week. Another quick one. Look at us go. We, it's like we need Mari with us every week. So it goes so over an hour. She was determined to make it longer and it works. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime you have a guest. Um, yeah, but I actually have something to promote for later this week. <gasps> H and I will be back. Covering Merida for Sight. Yay! So, season 13, I want to say. I, so, I truly cannot believe I know. that is happening. Yes. So, yeah. Hopefully it's out Friday or Saturday. Um, but, yeah, follow um, follow at RHAP Recapper to see when that comes out or just subscribe to their wrap-ups feed. I'm very excited to let us back. Do you guys have your own feed for that? You know what? I think we might be this time. Okay, so cool, cool. That would be cool. cool. Yeah. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at hstrong underscore. If you want to check out what I'm reading, you can follow my uh, my Instagram blog, uh, the Strong Library. Um, I just finished reading the second Bridgerton book. Hmm. I loved it. Nice. Did I like the, the first... show too. Um, I read the first book. I watched the first six episodes what is it six episodes until they got married and did it and then i stopped watching okay <laughs> but then i read the second book and i love the second book so i'm really excited for that season to come out nice very excited i'm looking forward to reading the next one too so we'll see awesome all right anywhere else people can find you recording or are you just gonna stick in with bachelor for now right now i'm just on a bachelor only thing like which is kind of like not too bad it's it's a nice summer vacation for me yeah just focus on but like honestly the shows yeah like if you really want to hear hear me talk about other stuff like just truly there is seven years worth of bs on this uh, recorded <laughs> truly hundreds of hours of me spewing bs that you can just go back and listen to would i advise going back to the early ones no (laughs) but it's an option i don't know how to figure i don't know how to do that yeah a lot of scrolling smarter than me you could (laughs) right all right well it's been fun as always and we will be back next week to cover hometowns and mental all right bye It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.